week two of Final Frontier Month 2. And you know what? The second week, we're going to kick off that summer blockbuster season with the one you've all been waiting for. That's right. The gang's all back. We got Groot of baby form. form. We've got Starman Lord. And others. We got them all. They're all back for Guardians of the Galaxy, Vol 2. We saw it. We're going to talk about it. You better tune in, damn it, on a very dancing baby Groot edition of the review. Review! said, Brandy, you're a fine girl, but a good wife you would be. <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give your big, dumb opinions. I'm Troy to the Max Extreme. I'm a living planet. What? Hey, I'm your you didn't dad. Know? You, didn't know, you didn't know this? <laughs> you didn't know this? You've been living on this planet for so long, you didn't know it was me all along? Oh, no. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Today we will be talking about GOTG Vol 2. Yeah. In all of its entirety, no stone left unturned. Scene 1. <laughs> but before we do that, we are going to get into some other stuff, other news of the week, some say. Okay. Starting with. Yes. Heard about this guy. Deadpool? <laughs> Sounds a little familiar. <laughs> well, it's apparently such a hit on the big screen that he may be venturing to the small screen in animated form. Uh-oh. That's right. The animated series is to be ordered by FXX, same company that puts out Legion, also owned by 20th Century Fox, and it will be from Donald Glover. And his creative talents. Oh boy. I know. Excited for an animated Deadpool. I'm for it. Me too. Uh, I just hope he doesn't become so oversaturated that I get sick of seeing Deadpool. <laughs> Granted, it's only, uh, I think, like 10 episode season okay. or so. That's about the right kind of. That's yeah. how they usually do on those cable networks. Yeah. And I'm g- glad that it's not from like... The same people are bringing you the movie, so it's like maybe a yeah. slightly different take. Yeah, maybe add some other different kind of comedic elements into it. That's right. That is right. So I'll be interested in checking that out whenever that drops, maybe next year. I do like uh, Donald Glover's comedy. Me too. Like to see what he does with it. I think he's writing it with his brother, too. Oh, man. Danny? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Glover. That's right. It's Donald and Danny. Brothers at Arms. He's not too old for this shit. <laughs> uh, another superhero news, JT. Another property coming to, well, the big screen. <gasps> and it's not something new, but it's something exciting. Hellboy. Okay. I did hear about this. Okay, good. <laughs> I seem to take you on a weird emotional roller coaster just now. Yeah. No, uh, Hellboy this, is getting a reboot. Starring David Harbour. If you don't know him, he is 
the sheriff in Stranger Things. Yes. He'll be playing the title character Hellboy. And it will be rated R. Uh, unlike, Saucy. Unlike the Ron Perlman and Guillermo del Toro PG-13 romps. Yeah. Because it will blend action, well, like comic book with action. With sex. <laughs> <laughs> with horror suspense elements that may have been a bit uh, missing from the first two installments. It was kind of more of a fantasy action. Yes. Not that I say it was bad. Yeah. But, uh... Well, you're you're more of a reader of Hellboy. Hellboy does have a lot of very horrific elements to it. Yeah. Especially near the end where, like, there's a character called, like, the Blood Queen. And, like, there's the Baba Yaga is all the way through it. And she's doing terrible things. Like, I think if they put it that way, that would be a lot more well-suited for Hellboy. Just think of, like, what they did in, like, the first few with, like, supernatural elements and stuff. Yeah. They didn't necessarily uh, water them down, per se, for the movies. Yeah. But they watered them down (laughs) a little bit. For being the spawn of Satan, he did go (laughs) through some very uh, lightweight type adventures. (laughs) Sure. Sure. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I would think, I don't believe it needs to be rated R, but if they are throwing more, like, horror suspense elements in there, and they are going for that R, I'm all for it. Hellboy is a character that I think you could do that with. Yeah. And I think with it being rated R, they have a, they have more room to do new stuff with this kind of property. Yes. Hellboy takes a very interesting turn near the end. Like, the story-wide, w- you know? Yeah. Did I ever tell you about this? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, m- massive spoilers for Hellboy. Okay. The the book series. So skip ahead like two minutes or whatever. Gotcha. So he goes on this. It starts off with like Nazis and stuff and he fights Nazis and blah, 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 blah. And then yeah. it kind of gets into like more supernatural mummy stuff. Like mummy stuff. Not mummy stuff. <laughs> but just like supernatural, more fantasy stuff. And then all of a sudden at the end, like the last book or two takes like a turn where he finds out he's a descendant of King Arthur and he's the rightful ruler of England. Oh jeez. Hellboy is. And so he like gets Excalibur and everything. Oh man. It's fucked up. <laughs> it like takes a weird turn. It's fucked up. <laughs> Not that I didn't appreciate it, but it like just was like a weird venture that it went in and yeah. it was kind of unlike what came before it. So I was like, hmm. eh, I don't know about this. I'm interested. It's good, though. see what this does. I got those oversized library editions if you ever want to dip your toes in that Hellboy pool. I may. I gotta get through Walking Dead first. That's true. That's true. I'm, like, right on that that cusp of finishing it, too. On the cusp. Also, heard about this Hellboy, uh, that the script is already complete. Oh, boy. It could start filming early as this year. So we kind of glossed it over. What do you think of David Harbour as Hellboy? Well, it's going to have a hard time passing up Ron Perlman. He was, yeah. He was on point. Yeah. But I really think he could... I, I really like to see his take. Yeah. I'm not, I have no idea what to expect because I'm assuming he's going to take a, maybe a little bit different path. Yeah. I don't know. But I can see was, him kind of playing like that hard-nosed type of Hellboy. Like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it's weird because... Hellboy is also a character too that like Ron Perlman played it pretty well, except he like really it could, because it was more played as like an action movie. He really went gung ho into action. Yeah. Where Hellboy more or less like stumbles into things. Okay. And is just like a brute that just 
plows through things with force. All right. But, like, not, like, action-y movie force. Like, I'm going to hit you a few times and that's it. Or he'll fall on the enemy and he'll die by accident, you know, right. or whatever. So we'll see. I can see this happening. We'll I see. Like, I like all the sounds of these. Yes. Yes. Do you think David Harbour will do? Oh, yeah. I really liked him in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And I think adding some elements with that, but then maybe adding, like, some more, like, I'm kind of, I'm imagining, like, hard hard detective-esque type mm-hmm. playing it off like that. Yeah. There, yeah, if he was doing more detective work, that would fit in, too, because he just, like, hard-pressed about that. Finding out the supernatural. Yeah. And, uh, now I totally get why he was dressed in that red devil costume at the end of Stranger Things. Oh my god. <laughs> it was a backdoor pilot for the Hellboy. Oh my god. <laughs> Joel? Yeah. Rumor mill. I'm opening it up right now. Possible rumors ahead. Stay tuned. <laughs> rumors coming. I haven't been in here for a while. I know. Had to dust off that knob. <laughs> That's what I was doing over here. Oh, dusting, dusting my knob. Dusting the knob. <laughs> Classic T. Uh, Deadpool 2 will uh, be dropping next year. And rumor has it that it will possibly feature characters and a post credit sequence uh, to set up the X-Force movie. Oh, boy. Uh, those characters being Sunspot, Feral, and Shatterstar. Okay. I think all Rob Liefeld creations. I think. We like him, right? We do not. We can go over this again God if you want. God damn it! <laughs> I'll learn one of these days, I swear. <laughs> and that's all from comicbook.com. That was the only source that I saw it from. So Way to go, could, Rob. Could be... No. No, you got it wrong again. God damn it! <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so that could be. So we have next year Deadpool two. Yep. Already said it. Got that Phoenix movie or whatever coming. Yep. New mutants. New mutants. Yes. And now possibly X Factor the following year. Starring X Pac. Starring X Fox. <laughs> X Fox and Albert. Yes. Yes. And just incredible for a limited time. Yeah, for a little bit. <laughs> That's right. And you get that sweet Uncle Cracker song. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Everybody loves it. That's the only rumor that we got. Yeah. So we can close that. We can really say anything right in here now because it's all speculation. You want to add anything um, else? I mean, we got Shatterstar, X-Pac, Feral, A-Train, Sunspot. A-Train is Feral. He has uh, he has that, rabies. Got, and that big hairdo. Well, yeah. He's got all that back here. He can just spike it up. There you go. Yeah, there we go. Just incredible, and Sunspot, all Head together. Sex. All they're having sex, doing fucking crazy orgies, spinning tombstone pile drivers. They're they're doing Zumba, <laughs> all of it. Pilates together. Um, yeah. Fighting. <laughs> they're fighting Pilates instructors. Classic. That's a sequel, possibly. Yep, Revenge. X X Factor three. They they skipped two. <laughs> That's right. It's just to confuse people. Yeah. That's the way they can tell time travel stories. Exactly. You do one, then three, go back to two, jump then to five. Like, oh, four. so that so now three makes sense. Like, see? Star Wars did it. They did four, five, six, then one, two, three, and then seven eight, nine. 
Yeah. And a Rogue One in there somewhere? It can be done. Rumor mill closed. God damn it. See? Got it. Yeah, I had more. I had more. Can't do it. We'll have to wait. Fuck. <laughs> uh, JT, have you seen... We brought up the Dark Tower trailer uh, last week, right? Yeah. Let me look back. Damn kid. Got it. Yes. <laughs> uh, found out. Do a little research. Uh-oh. I don't know if we said it last week or not. If okay. we did, I'm still going to say it anyway. The movie is not an adaptation of the books. Yeah. It is a spiritual sequel to the books. Okay. Thereby meaning they can pretty much do whatever they want. Okay. Uh, are you still... Are, does that make you more interested in the movie? No, about the same interest. Me too. That I was last week. Same interest. Slightly waning. I have maybe less interest. Okay. That's all I have to say. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, director Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Uh, directed King Arthur. Yeah. Out in theaters. Heard a lot of good things about Think it. About right now. <laughs> he also is going to be directing the live action Aladdin movie for Walt Disney when that comes up. And it, he said, is in fact a musical. Well, good. So, Will Smith, as the genie. Now this is a story <laughs> all about how <laughs> my lamp got turned flipped upside down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it writes itself. It does. It writes itself. <laughs> if there's no raps in this movie, I will be upset. No, they... Yeah, come on. And a hot new album by Will Smith. Ha ha, woo! He's got to be sitting on some tunes over these years. He hasn't been ha, putting ha, on. Ha ha <laughs> Bring back Willie style. Bring back Big Willie style. It's all in it. Big Willie style. Ha ha. All in it. <laughs> Try to do that as white as possible, didn't you? Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. <laughs> if there's no rapping, upset. All right. Make it happen, Guy Ritchie. Make the people happy, right. as you've been doing with King Arthur in yeah. theaters now. <laughs> Making everyone happy. <laughs> Speaking of Disney and live-action remakes, Beauty and the Beast hit a benchmark today. Or actually, that bill? Um, not only has it got that bill. Oh, it's had that bill, actually. It is the highest-grossing PG film Ever to date. Oh, man. At, uh, PG's so lame, too. So they at, really... <laughs> yeah. As of May 7th, it uh, beat out uh, Finding Dory as the highest grossing oh, domestic shit. film. Uh, at making $487.7 million worldwide, $1.187 bill. What it's in that bill club. It's made the bill. Good. But I was looking up uh, other facts because I wanted to see kind of what is in, what's under, like Finding Dory and all that stuff. And I think the next one is A New Hope. And it's like at 400-something billion. Oh, shit. And so if that's not adjusted for inflation, I would think A New Hope would still, would be number one, right? Maybe. If it came out in the 70s. I don't know. Who knows how inflation works? Get on this, Troy. I will look into Do it. Do your research. I'll look into it. I'll be back with you next week. Stay tuned, listeners. I'll be back next week. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
That's all the news I got, JT. Okay. I do have uh, some news that I've been uh, guaranteed that this will not take me forever to find. <laughs> you figured it out this week? I did figure it out this week. Uh, Troy. Mm-hmm. Lots of TV shows got canceled over this week. I've seen that. I've seen not a list, but some. <laughs> Uh, the first one that I saw was uh, Sleepy Hollow. Ooh. On Fox, took getting its a head big cut off. Shit sandwich, <laughs> and it, it it's gone now. It's gone. See you, Sleepy Hollow. Bye, Sleepy Hollow. Bye. Bye. <laughs> also, um, Tim Allen's sitcom Last Man Standing on ABC canceled. Gone. That was still on. I know. It, it looked like shit. I, <laughs> <laughs> and uh last one nbc canceling timeless Ooh, it's actually a show that i was looking to get into glad i didn't shoot well now you can enjoy it in timely fashion i'm not gonna enjoy d- it at all <laughs> and be done with it i'm done <laughs> i'm not gonna do that at all um speaking of tv though they put out a semi list of the Fall TV shows of 2017. That are going to pilot? We know we usually do a show on them. That's true. So, get a little bit of a little bit of a preview, so to say. Oh my goodness. I would wet my whistle, JT. First of all, we got uh, from ABC, Marvel's Inhumans. Oh my. Comes out this fall. <clears throat> September 1st, their IMAX feature will be dropping to get a... A little taste of it, and then you can catch the rest of it on ABC. So get on that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did you um, see the Entertainment Weekly set photo of them? No. Looks awful. It does? <laughs> <laughs> it does. I'll, I'll go on. I'll try to pull it up. So it's going to be a fun review for that one. Uh, one that we're probably not going to see because it sounds like absolute garbage. <laughs> and because CBS is constantly sucking the dick of Big Bang Theory, oh, they're no. releasing a show called Young Sheldon. <laughs> Ooh, God. Which they go back to when whole Sheldon was nine years old in high school. That sounds... I, <laughs> I literally <laughs> want to set CBS on fire. God, it what sounds a money all. Grab. Just shut the fuck up, CBS. And the kid they cast it for it, he just looks like a douche. Um, <laughs> Here we go. Found that pick, JT. It's loading up. Uh, another one, Troy, that they have coming up. Yeah. Uh, a show where this one I'm actually kind of looking forward to, where uh, Craig Robinson and Adam Scott. Play like paranormal, uh, like investigators called really? Ghosted. Really, I'm interested in that comedy on Fox. Ooh, on Fox. I mean, it may have some sort of legs. Yeah, not be canceled immediately. But yeah. who knows? We'll see. Anyway, here's that pick I was talking about. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> who the fuck? <laughs> oh god! Oh yeah. That is the worst red wig. <laughs> it is. That's like Kate Mora style bad. Oh my god. Like everyone has like cone tits. 
I suppose. Just weird cone tits and just, ugh. Yeah, no thank you. That looks awful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Troy also getting on that Marvel bandwagon. Ugh. Yeah. We got uh, <laughs> Fox's Marvel release of The Gifted yeah. coming out in the fall as well. Their X-Men-esque type. Looks like a mutant underground railroad is what it sounds like. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you I, hear anything about it? I didn't it? hear much. No, I just saw that there was a... It, that I saw that it existed it's today. Basically, a family finds out that one of their kids is a mutant, mm-hmm. and then they go on the run to hide it from the government and then like okay. a bunch of like mutants along the way like help them hide or okay seek refuge or whatever okay okay so it's a pretty apt description yeah so there you go there's uh gifted um i think they added some here but anyways yeah whole bunch of different <laughs> uh shows coming out this Check fall. them out. Looking forward to our pilot episode. Mm-hmm. See if we get another lethal weapon on our hands. Test pilot part two. Test pilot part two. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I always love them pilots. Mm-hmm. Loving them pilots. <laughs> Troy, we're doing Alien. Yeah. Alien Aliens next week and then yep. Alien Covenant the after five. that. Yes. I guess you're wondering... When's when's the sequel to Alien Covenant coming out already? We haven't seen it, but we, yeah. I want to know when the sequel is. We want to know. Well, they're going to start filming next year. So hold your says horses. Ridley Scott, because he has to film like five movies before he dies. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to begin shooting the sequel to Alien Covenant next year. There you go, listeners. You have your answer. So, yeah. Now sit down. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Quit clamoring for it so hard. Um, Troy, did you see there's a... They put out like a small teaser for a show... Or for a movie that Netflix is coming out with being uh, helmed by the Workaholic guys. I have. Oh, it was in your... Uh... <laughs> it's like crossing off my list. Yes. You had in your, but uh, yeah, I, I, I just... Thought I'd bring it up here because they didn't really show anything in it, and right. it like, doesn't come out till next year. Right, which I found really bizarre. Yeah, but it's just like them like smoking weed and shooting guns. Yeah, but I don't know. It's called yeah. uh, Game Over Man. Oh shit! And I, it's my synopsis is that it. Uh, well, this is what I gather what it is. Yeah, it looks like they're working on like a video game, and then the. Their director of the video game gets abducted, and so they have to turn into, like, James Bond-type spies to go rescue him. Yeah. Kind of like Grandma's Boy meets Pineapple Express. Okay. I think that's my elevator pitch. Gotcha. Is what it would be. I'm for it. I would like to see it. I like those. I like those guys. I like those guys. They're good guys. Those are guys. Those are good guys. Good. Good guys. <laughs> Uh, Troy, um, <coughs> here's some me. real shitty news. ABC bringing it. back American Idol. <laughs> what? Yeah. Didn't it get canceled five years ago or more? Uh, I got canceled by Fox. Oh, ABC's like, we God. don't give a shit. <laughs> well, God. We'll recycle that dog shit of a fucking show. Didn't that already 
get replaced by two other shows just like it? I think the voice is like supposed to be way better. It's pretty much American Idol, but better. Oh. I've never. I've only seen random episodes of The Voice well, at like a bar. I know. I've been there with with you at one of those, and then you and Chelsea yelled at me because I was ruining it because I talked about how awful it is. I just wanted to hear the little songbird sing. Look, it's four judges, and they're not saying anything critique wise. They're just saying that was amazing. You have such a strong voice. I can't wait to hear you next week. Donald Trump how is a that, judge. How does that make them better? How does that make them any better at singing? <laughs> You're just pretty much verbally sucking their dick. You're not giving them anything to like be like, oh, I should work on this. No, you're just making so me make sure everyone fucking loves you. You're just saying everything that, that you think they want to hear. That's right. It's to inflate everyone's ego. They're all four of them are awful judges. They don't say anything critique-wise. They suck. Take that, Gwen Stefani. Yeah, Gwen Stefani. And Blake Shelton. Blake Sheldon. Or. I don't know. The other ones. Adam. Levine. Levine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck all of them. Anyways, uh, Troy, the Avatar sequels in the works. That's right. They just signed their big star for all four of them. I saw this. From Fear the Walking Dead, yes. Cliff Curtis. Yes. Get out of here, Sam Worthington. Yeah. You stink. We got, yeah. <laughs> we got the Indian version of you, yeah. Cliff Curtis. <laughs> You're washed up, Sam. You get out of here. Get out of Get out <laughs> Maybe, wait, is he stuck in Avatar form? Is that how that movie ended? Yeah. Well, he... he <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. No, he, you don't fucking. They did know. the fucking uh, weird uh, ceremony when that when they tried to like yeah, around the tree. Put, yeah, they all hugged, and then they put Sam Worthington's spirit in his avatar at the end. So what happened to his weird, lifeless from the waist down I mean, body? Buried or ate it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope there's a deleted yeah. scene where he just eats Do his they own eat body. It? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't, we didn't tell you we're care. We didn't tell you we eat humans. Oh, probably should have brought that up. <laughs> All right, kind of left that out there, I guess. Uh, Troy, there's word out there that mm. Matthew Vaughn, yep. working on that Kingsman Golden Circle. Yeah, I guess he's already planning a Kingsman three. Oh my god, right on the horse. Yeah, my word. This guy oh, claims he won't do sequels. Already doing two of them for the same movie. Must love that fucking Kingsman shit. Maybe this is more of his baby than anything else, huh? What do you think about that? What do you think about that? It's true. Could be true. Could be true. Could be true. Looking forward to Golden Circle. Yeah. Looking I I'm I'm looking forward, forward to it. To Golden Circle. Got some news on Get Out! Get Out! <laughs> Made some history this past week. What? Got it that hundred percent back? Made the <laughs> most money that is that has a writer and director that is black. Oh. $200 million it's made so far. That's very good. Especially good. for a Blumhouse movie, which I think was only like... I think the budget for this is like $5 million. Ooh. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. Nice return. 
So there you go. I applaud everybody in that film that I've yet to see. Review <laughs> review will be coming soon. Yes. Don't know when it will happen. It'll happen, though. It'll happen when you least expect it. It'll just slap you in the face with a get out review. Get, get out! <laughs> uh, Troy. Yo. 13 Reasons Why. I brought yes. it up on here yes. last week. I guess they've been confirmed for a season two. Ooh. I have no idea how it's going to happen. Did you finish season one? the chick... Well, it's not a spoiler, but the chick kills herself. <laughs> right. Right. That's I the premise fin- of the show. I did not finish season one yet. I'm like halfway through it. Okay. It's hard to like find time to yeah, do it. Right. When but... it's so cripplingly depressing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, see, I don't care. It's just, <laughs> right. I have to like watch it when... You're on Molly, borrowed yeah, time. When Molly doesn't care to watch. <laughs> I always like trying to like, slip in an episode when she's falling asleep. And like halfway through, she'll like wake up and be like, turn off the TV. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so close. I was so goddamn close. So close. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, they're going to have a season two. Great. So look out. 26 for... reasons why. And there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was 13 more that I forgot to add on. <laughs> Troy, a, a, a major award ceremony took place this past Sunday. Really? Yeah. Was it the Kentucky Derby? It was not the Kentucky Derby. Oh. Might have been one of them. But I'm talking about the MTV movie oh. and TV what award TV. Yeah, add a TV to it. Man, music television. Who knew? They are all over the place. What are they? What did they give a Moon Man to? Well, I got. I only have the winners. I don't have like the categories. That's fine. But yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> I'll start out with the best. Musical moment. Okay. It was, uh, you're the one that I want from the ensemble of Grease Live. Ugh. <laughs> this is dog shit. This is awful already. <laughs> uh, the trending award. This goes God. out to, like, the fucking, like, the God. video on, on YouTube that, like, trended a lot. Like, this is, the, like, their favorite. Okay. It was, uh, Channing Tatum <laughs> and Beyonce singing... Girls Run the World on Lip Sync <laughs> God. Okay. All right. Uh, that, hopefully that's like the worst of them. I uh, hope not. <laughs> best Fight Against the System. <laughs> okay. The movie Hidden Figures. All right. Fighting that system. Fighting the system. Uh, best American Story. This is... Why do teenagers, <laughs> like, teenagers are being like, good job, black people. What are these white, shitty teenagers? We have to make up an, a, a category. Best American Story. Blackish. Okay. On, uh, On ABC, ABC or whatever it yeah. is. Blackish is a pretty good show, though. I like it. Yeah. Here's, here's a good one, though. Best duo. Okay. Hugh Jackman and Daphne Keene from Logan. All right. Best duo. All right. I like that. It's a good one. Good one. Good. Uh, best reality competition, RuPaul's Drag Race. And that's in your camp over there. I'm a big there. fan of that. That's All a good right. one. All right. All right. They're getting on. They're, I'm All getting right. on board now. All right. Getting on board. Uh, best documentary, 13th. Okay. I think it's on Netflix. Don't know what 13th is. Um, I think you've probably told me, too. And I just it's a... I, I saw a little bit of it. It's... 
it's like it tries to tie in um uh african or uh, slavery with um the rising prison population nowadays mm. like people are kind of using it as an excuse to still harbor like african-american slaves okay kind of way it's kind of an interesting take on like i mean it, it's awful <laughs> right but it's interesting great i guess uh <laughs> tearjerker moment troy oh, get God. those kleenexes ready oh i don't know if i can find any uh from this is us Jack and Randall at karate. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> but I guess when they were at karate, that tears that was, flowed. That was fucking sad as shit. <laughs> Best comedic performance. Troy. All right, you got me back on board. Lil Rel Howery uh, from Get Out, which oh, was good. Which was good. Okay. Yeah, he. I think he's the guy that plays like the best friend. Okay. And he is pretty fucking funny. In okay. It. But when you started with Lil, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, he's like the guy where, like, anytime he calls up, he's like, oh, shit, man. You got to get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> like, right There's, on. like, a scene where, like, uh, like, uh, like, one of, like, the people from, like, the, where he's at, like, calls, like, he calls up and they pick up and he starts, hit, they start hitting on him and, like, uh, fuck it, like, he just hangs up, like, that bitch is crazy, I'm, I'm so fucking turned on right now, or some shit, like, <laughs> oh, it's great. Best host, Troy, Trevor Noah from The Daily Show. Okay. Best host. Um, best villain, Jeffrey Dean Morgan from The Walking Dead. Oh, God. Negan. Negan! Rearing his ugly baseball bat. Best hero. Okay. Taraji P. Henson from Hidden Figures. <clears throat> okay. Really... I mean, you know, come on. It's sure. She's fighting the system, so. Right. right. <laughs> uh, a big category every year with these best kiss, Troy. Mm, yes. Always, always a big, big category. <laughs> Ashton Sanders and Jarell Jerome from Moonlight. Oh, okay. I think that might be when they were like, when he was like jerking him off on the beach in Moonlight. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Well, that would be a great kiss. Yeah. <laughs> throwing a throwing a hand job with that. I mean, kissing an on. HJ. I mean. All right, now we're getting to the big stuff, Troy. Oh my God, this was just small the time. Bigger, yeah. This is like the the best of the best right now. All right. Okay. All right. So we got best actor in a show. Okay. What do you think it is, Troy? Best actor in a show. In a TV show. In a TV show. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. No. As Negan. No. Winning twice at the MTV Music Awards. It is from Stranger Things. <clears throat> Millie Bobby Brown. Oh my. No, uh, number 11? She's played 11 in there it. You there you go. There you go. So that's the okay. big winner there. That was good. Uh, show of the year? Show of the year. Walking Dead. No, but still Stranger Things. Okay. Stranger Things, one show okay. of the year. Okay. Best actor in a movie, Troy. Who do you think won? Ooh, best actor in a movie. Well... <laughs> Give me mm. a hint. We reviewed it on here. Mmm. Ben Affleck in Batman v Superman. No, that came was... out last year. When did that come out? Last year? I don't know if it would. I don't know if it would count for their. 
The MTV Movie Awards have the weirdest <laughs> fucking timeline. Anyways, Emily Watson for Beauty and the Beast. Okay. One Best Actor. Okay. And then uh, Movie of the Year. What do you think, Juan Troy? Mm, Beauty and the Beast. You are correct. Nailed it! Woo! home. Woo! Fuck it home, Troy. Woo! Yeah. So there you go. That's what that's what the kids like. I see. That's what them kids like today. All right. Way to go, kids. Way for ruining America. <laughs> Fucking kids. <laughs> um. Troy, Game of Thrones. GOT. Coming back sometime this year. <laughs> Question mark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but, um, apparently, <clears throat> HBO, not done with them just yet. What? I guess, apparently, they're going to be developing four spinoffs <laughs> from Game of Thrones. Young Jon Snow. Young. They're all young already. <laughs> it's going to be younger. I don't know. But anyway, the anyways. only one I knew was Jon Snow. Young Hodor. Yeah, young young Hodor. <laughs> young Joffrey. Young God damn it. They're all young, Troy. <laughs> young d- dragon. It's done. You're done. It's done. And that's the thing where it's done. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, please! I'm just I'm, I'm done with my news. It's, so you literally are. Oh, sweet! Well, then <laughs> we are in to it's done. I know we have a a bit, but because that was such a good transition, we're gonna save it till after it's done. Okay. <laughs> I got two bits actually. Oh my god! Save it. Hold on to your pain. Pour one out for your homies. <laughs> Not on the carpet. No. <laughs> Is it not? Here we go. It's done, everybody. Uh, JT went yeah. out to see GOTG Vol 2, saw a pretty yeah. interesting trailer. What'd you see there, brother? Uh, Hitman's Bodyguard. Did you bring this up last week? I did week? bring this up. I brought it up a while ago. Okay. This trailer looks pretty awesome. Yeah, right? My opinion... It looks pretty awesome. Okay. Chelsea is not a fan of Sam Jackson. So she Jackson. was scoffing maybe a bit through it. But I said, you shut up. This is going to be amazing and you'll like it. Put your hand up. Quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It looked just so the premise, as I'm assuming Sam Jackson is a hitman. Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds is his bodyguard. And they're just ripping on each other. Yeah. All the while, action is happening around them. It's pretty. It pretty much looks like like the producer got them together, and it's like, hey, you know what you guys do? Do that to each other for an hour and a half, and then just do crazy action shit. Yeah. It looks awesome. I'm way into it. I yeah. It it looks it looks pretty damn good. Hitman's bodyguard. Check it out. Yeah. Um, another smaller one that I saw. A movie called Absolutely Anything, featuring Simon Pegg, okay. in what looks like a, um, what is it? It looks like Bruce Almighty with Simon Pegg. <laughs> okay. But it's like these weird alien, I guess like godlike creatures give him the ability to have like 
anything he tells to do something, it has to do it. And so, like, the trailer shows him, like, I want a better body. And so then he gets, like, a ripped bot or whatever. It's like, I want that dog poop to get out of here. So the dog poop will get up and walk out and flush itself down the toilet or whatever. I don't know what to make of it. (laughs) I think it's not going to go over very well. Because it looks a lot like Bruce Almighty. (laughs) Yeah. Or even the lesser Evan Almighty. Yeah. So, sorry, Steve Carell. Very, it was very less. It was lesser. It was lesser. And this will be the lessest. It was quite lesser. <laughs> um, the last trailer I have, maybe you have it all as well. All right. Blade Runner 2049. Yes. Had a, an extended trailer come out in the last couple days. What do you, what'd you think? I like the look of it a lot. Yes. The look of it is very good. And um, I'm... More on board knowing that uh, the guy that did, uh, um, uh, <laughs> Arrival. Yes, Arrival. Nailed it. The fact that he did it. Yes. I'm I'm more on, on board for that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the other stuff he's done before that I've been a fan of. hmm So I'm gonna give it a shot. We Yeah. When does that come out? I've never seen... I think it's in October. Because I've never really... I've never seen Blade Runner all the way through. No, I haven't either. I heard it's kind of a slog. Yeah. Unless... But it'd be interesting for us to do if we did that in Blade Runner 2049. It would. We'll see. Hmm. Put it on a tentative list. Tentative list. (laughs) Depends on how full our schedule already is. Well, where's the calendar? Right here. It's right here. You said October? It's like the first weekend in October, so like that, like that week would be the week that we did Blade Runner. All I have in October is Kingsman Two, the second week. Oh, that's a second week. Yeah, that's all I got. So Kingsman comes out the same time as Blade Runner, unless you said it comes out the f- yeah, it must. Oh jeez. Unless it comes out some other time. <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll look it up. We'll we'll get it. We'll we'll, we'll look into we'll it. We'll stop live producing on air. Save that for yeah. just us two. Come on. <laughs> but I think it also looks uh, visually stunning. From what little I know about it, it looks um, intriguing to follow up Blade Runner. Yeah. Because I guess uh, Harrison Ford's Deckard in the movie, uh, he has a. He, like, is the best at, like, spotting uh, replicants. Yeah. And so he always asks him a series of questions. And in the trailer, Ryan Gosling goes, I have a few questions for you. Ooh, so I'm shit. like, oh, boy. The one thing I know about Blade Runner, they did it. So oh, there you go. Oh, shit. Maybe it'll answer if he's a replicant or not. Who knows? Who knows? We'll have to pick out which version we watch because i think there's like five versions of this movie i remember the director's well. cut's like the best one Let's do but that i heard one. it's really long fuck i couldn't even make it i tried watching it before and i didn't make it very far in it well we'll see it's well very we'll see slow moving i've heard it's slow moving like 2001 <laughs> slow well this was made like in the 70s wasn't it like 78 or 79 or something yeah after star wars i think yeah so maybe 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm interested to see it, though. I would be, too. <laughs> all right. That's all my trailers. All right. Well, I got two okay. more. Oh, right. my God. Two more. Uh, Dunkirk just put out a new trailer. Yep. This past week. Saw that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks interesting. Mm-hmm. I do like the... Uh, they they do divulge more into, uh, like, <clears throat> diving more into the people that, like, went out of their way to save troops in yeah. Dunkirk. Like, yeah. Like the like just lowly fishermen with like small boats, like yeah. just going out and saving people. Yep. And uh, I don't know, it looks good. I don't know if I'm gonna go out. Oh, we have it on the schedule, but I don't know if I don't. I mean, we could review it. I don't know if you want to. Yeah, we have it on the schedule to do, but I the more I see of it, I'm like, I don't know if I want to. Like I, it looks amazing, and I know he films it so it's like awesome looking in the theater. Yeah, but like the more I see of it, the less I want to see it. Yeah, and like this trailer, I was like, Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, and it's it kind of like <clears throat> strikes me odd that it's a PG thirteen war movie. Is it PG thirteen? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Tentative, docket. Tentative. Tentative. I'll put a question mark at the end of it. Maybe do it? Dunkirk? We're going to... Yeah, Dunkirk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also, they put out the final trailer for Wonder Woman. Oh, boy. Saw that. I saw this, too. Give you a little bit more of a look at Dr. Poison, who's going to be the main, the Mm -hmm. big bad in this. Yes. And, um... Yeah, I'm... I mean, there's some stuff in there that looks cool, but yeah, I'm not. <clears throat> I saw it too. I'm still very skeptical of it. I uh, the only way I saw it was be- it was playing as an ad before something else that I watched. Otherwise, I was trying to like distance myself from it a little bit and try to not know so much about it. So maybe I'll go into it not knowing everything. Like we- I went in with like BVS or Suicide Squad or something. There you go. Give me something fresh to look at. Oh, boy. You, boy. So we'll see. But I did see it anyway, regardless, because it was just playing in front of me. Yeah. But, um, It's going to be an interesting review in less than a month. Oh, my God. In mere weeks. Mere weeks. June 2nd, it comes out, yep. JT. So probably like a month from now is when we're going to have a review. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. There's always that week delay. There's that week delay. Yes. So get... Strap on. Get your strap-ons on. <laughs> we'll see. Who knows? The The way this trailer looked looks like what everyone's been saying. Like it's... Yeah. Could be a big, messy action. I'm waiting for like that one scene where I'm like, oh, shit. But I, <laughs> I still haven't seen it from the trailer yet. Well, that could be good. I'm ho- yeah, I'm hoping that there's like... They have that in the movie. Yeah, don't blow their load the on a trailer. But there's... Just stuff in here where I'm like, yeah, well, all right. <laughs> yeah. It's just that awesome uh, slide move again. Her cool slide move. Yeah. So. <sighs> I listen to something Come where on, they were like. good. <laughs> I listen to something where they're like, do you notice like in all of the Wonder Woman trailers, like she barely speaks. Yeah. Like, that's a sign that it's not going to be good. Ugh. Like. Usually yeah. when a trailer, like, avoids as much dialogue as possible from their main character, it's not good. Oh, uh, <laughs> boy. Her Chris Pine's fantastic, though. 
Heard he's great. So hey, <laughs> saw him on Saturday Night Live this last week. Yeah. Um, it was one of their longer shows, I think. Jesus. Well, not live. Yeah. Like it was the, one of their longer shows that they put out on Hulu because you know they usually cut the dead spots. Yeah. But um, I thought his opening was really good. His opening, he sang a song about he's. Oh, how he looks like everyone else in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all the that. he looks like all the other famous Chris's in Hollywood. Oh yeah. And he brought out like a big, huge like chalkboard with like Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine, and uh, Chris Pratt on there. <laughs> and he's like, "I'm just Chris Pine. I'm not Chris Pratt." And like sang this whole song and everything, and it was Amazing. pretty great. But funny to note. Every single skit he was in was a musical no- number. Oh, my God. There was a musical something. He sang in every single Jesus. one. It was weird. Like, I was like I was questioning if it was an all-musical episode. <laughs> like, that special episode that, like, throw Chris, in there. I really feel like singing tonight. Are you cool with this? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I need to separate myself from the other Chris. You're like, he's just holding Lorne Michaels at gunpoint, like, I'm singing, motherfucker! I'm singing! <laughs> All right, Chris, Jesus Christ! <laughs> give him a number! Give him a, give him a musical number! Give me a, give me a D flat! <laughs> there's even a part where he's singing a song and he's like, uh, whatever, and I think, like, uh, one of the cast members comes up and he's like, Hey, you're Steve Rogers! And he's like, No, I'm Steve Trevor in Wonder Woman. Oh, that's right. Chris Evans is Steve Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, damn it. <clears throat> but it's it's all pretty good. Uh, so yeah, check it out. It's I think that's a pretty solid, pretty solid app. And this if you if you like music, then I guess you're it's, on board. It's all music. Also, uh, there was a day where Chelsea passed out um, while I was working outside. Yeah, and she was in on the couch with uh, Macy. Both of them just wrecked and passed out wonderful and uh it hulu auto played into a current episode of once upon a time oh and it was an all musical episode oh and i'll tell God. you what it was cringeworthy <laughs> like i think that show's just cringeworthy as it is but so just have another layer of ugh on top of it there you go and i was like is this the last episode because it seems like it was there's like a wedding happening so i don't know any fans of Once Upon a Time, don't tell me, because I don't care. <laughs> if you want to elaborate more, it's Troy to the, at Troy to the Max <laughs> on Twitter. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, oh, that's all the trailers we got for today. So that will lead us into some, some bits. bits. Some bits. <clears throat> Hold on, let me wet my whistle. All right, yep. Yeah, make... All musical. Yeah, this, this musical, all musical episode. This all musical episode. <laughs> People die in it's the pits. Please stay tuned for Neil's bits. Oh, what? Chris Pine would be proud. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Got that upward inflection too. Made That's it right. more cheerful. That's right. That's right. So on to these dead people. Oh God, so. here we go. <laughs> uh, the first one I have, which I think you also have. I have it, and I have another one that I just saw. Uh, Michael Parks yeah. died uh, today as we are recording. At least yeah. the news dropped today. Yeah. Died at 77. If you don't know who Michael Parks is, he starred in a lot of Kevin Smith fil- flicks as of late. Yeah. He was in uh, Tusk and Red State yeah. as the like 
creepy weirdo guys. <laughs> yeah. But he also both. was in uh, a ton of Tarantino and Rodriguez stuff, like From mm-hmm. Dust Till Dawn, Twin Peaks he was in, the old Twin Peaks. Oh, wow. Uh, Kill Bill, Django, Death Proof, Planet Terror. He was in all those things. Yep. All, and I think he played in a chunk of those the same character. Yeah, he played the sheriff. Yeah. Real good. Yeah. Yeah, real good. Also, like, uh, just to point out, like, him and Kill Bill was fantastic because he played the sheriff in Volume 1 and then he played Esteban Vajeo in the second one. Oh, I didn't remember that. Yeah. Like, the, the Mexican pimp is yeah. Michael Parks. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. I haven't seen Part 2 in forever, though, so... I They're go back and night and those. day in terms of like you cannot tell it's the same person, but it to totally go back is. And watch that now, just for that. And he's fantastic in both roles. Mm-hmm. He's fantastic in everything. I'm in like yeah, and even was, like Kevin Smith's like I know. dog was, shit movies. Yeah, he's he like was the like best the best part. He was the best part of Tusk. <laughs> he was. He, yeah, when he sat down and told that crazy story. Yeah, in it, I was like, I'm on board with this. Yeah. Look out for our Tusk review. <laughs> yeah, check it out sometime. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's who I have. Well, Michael, Michael Parks, you will be missed. I have a uh, bit that's not so well known, but still pretty known. Troy, did you ever watch uh, Robin Big? Uh, I know, TV? but I know of it. Well, I guess um, Christopher Blig- Big Black Boykin died. Today, oh my word at 45 oh my word 45 yeah that's too young he was like rob's like security guard i guess he was big yeah <laughs> the titular big yeah oh man his heart was just too big yep it was actually like, wasn't big enough for his body <laughs> that's probably why he... oh no <laughs> but, oh that's yeah, too I, bad. I never really saw the show but i've I heard i've heard a lot of good things from people that saw it, so... All right, right on. A fun little duo. Yep. There you go. Split by... That that race nobody wants to win. It's going to steal Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, so, yeah. Both those guys, you will be missed. Very, di- very different careers. Very different careers. But the same emotion. nonetheless. Yes. Uh, so yeah, there we go. Um, that will bring us into the highlight. What everyone's been waiting for. What they've just been clamoring. So I know since they can hear them since the summer season kicked off. They're like, get this fucking movie out here. (laughs) Put it in my eyes. Put it in just and plant it. I just want it in me. (laughs) Just put it in a syringe and then stick it right into my like frontal lobe. (laughs) Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. JT. James Gunn. Big juggernaut of a film. Juggernaut indeed. It was rumored to make domestically between $140, $160 million on opening weekend. How'd it do, Troy? I'll tell you how it did, JT. Uh, production was $200 million domestically. 156. Right on the money, baby. 3 million Right on the money. <laughs> right on the money. Worldwide. $441.4 million already. Almost getting that bill. The bank. Rotten Tomatoes has it at an 81%. 
IMDb has it at 8.2 out of 10, and commonsensemedia.org has it Jesus. at a... Jesus! He's going to throw in a random one every <laughs> fucking one. Has it at four stars, 12 plus, great for family stamp of approval. Oh, bless him. <laughs> Looking out for the families. Thank you, Common Sense. Yep, commonsensemedia.org. <laughs> Was this like the religious one? Like, <laughs> it kind of was. God damn it. I looked up one and it had no clear rating system because it was like, it was a thing that parents write in to like tell other parents what it has in it. Yeah. But it has like no like grade or single thing. It said like, it has like, uh, what was it? Like sex, profanity, violence. And all of those had like a bar out of 10 on there. And I wasn't going to be like Guardians of the Galaxy, sex, 3 out of 10, profanity, 4 out of 10, violence, 6 out of 10. I wasn't going to do that for all of them that it had. So, but it's. I am all for you finding these weird <laughs> sites that have these weird rating systems. Me too. Hopefully, I can keep finding some. But that's what we got, JT. All right. So far, doing. Smash up job. Yes. So, JT. Oh, here we go. <laughs> what was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 about? Well, we catch up with our Fairweather friends doing a, another standard job and where they end up kind of doing some shady stuff with them. Sure, those old rascals. Rascals. <laughs> same old, same old stuff. <laughs> Coming in contact with a mysterious figure who claims to be Peter Quill's father. Oh my. And then uh, from there, a whole bunch of uh, dramatic stuff happens. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I gotta write something down to remember. Got it. All right. <laughs> Sweet right. Thank you. Could you pick it up on the mic? A little bit. Oh, great. <clears throat> It'll be good audio. <laughs> Makes you sound smart. <laughs> uh, so, JT, right off the top, Guardians of the Galaxy, great successor to yeah. the first one that came out. Nice. Well, I'm definitely on the edge of my seat about what you think about it, because you were holding your cards pretty close right. to your chest. That's right. When we met up over the weekend, I was like, what does this motherfucker think I know. Movie? I know. That's what uh, That's what we do now. We yeah. hold things from each other. We do. <laughs> it's all done out of love. <laughs> that's right. For the love of the game, baby. <clears throat> so, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy does, uh, without spoiling anything up front, uh, I think it's more of a character-driven story than the first one. Okay. Um, I feel that it does... More job telling the story of a few characters and less of a good job with uh, some other ones. Okay. All of the, but still all the main cast. Okay. Anybody that was introduced, I liked. Okay. Um. And it was a it was a fun time. It was a fun okay. time. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's all right. right. All right. I'll get more into detail with all this stuff in. Uh, when we go into spoilers. Okay. Okay. Yes. Here's here's my thoughts on it. With Guardians of the Galaxy, my one big complaint was that the Guardians were amazing, mm -hmm. and then everyone else around them were just kind of bland. Mm -hmm. 
And surprisingly, for volume two, it's like reversed. Mm, <laughs> I could see that. Like a lot of the Guardians came off kind of bland, and then everyone that was operating around them were really interesting. Mm. I well, I f- well, not maybe not bland, but it felt like that's not necessarily I'm, my argument. Like I, there were two characters. Well, one especially. There was one that stuck out that I liked his arc all the way through. Yeah, and there was um, a great turn. Two great turns in this. Heel turn and a face turn. Oh, shit! In the movie. We're doing wrestling? (laughs) Using wrestling terminology They did a double turn, JT. Uh, So there was was that, which was pretty good. (coughs) Oh, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. But no, like, (laughs) when I talk about the Guardians, I'm talking, like, the core group, like... Star Lord, uh, Gamora, uh, Drax, uh, Groot, which is now Baby Groot in this, mm-hmm. and uh, Rocket. Right. Yes. The. Yeah, they. Drax doesn't have a lot to do in this, it feels like. Yeah. Um, but there are a few points in this where. It, like, just a few moments almost makes up for, like, him not having a lot to do. And, like, okay. ba- like it, I'll go into it later. And then yeah. Baby Groot, um, excellent piece of marketing. <laughs> That's, Holy uh, shit. I'll say that. <laughs> I'll say that. Holy shit. Like, from second one, like, this movie, if it doesn't make a billion dollars in merch alone of just Baby Groot stuff. Yeah then they haven't done their job correctly enough, which they have. Like, yeah. there's no way kids aren't buying into this the first second of this movie. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Nebula shows up in this, too, as mm-hmm. more of, like, a featured member of, mm-hmm. not necessarily the Guardians cast, but she's around more often. Yeah. Um, and who else? And oh, it also introduces Mantis. Yeah. To not also not necessarily to the core group, what you mm-hmm. see in like the trailers, but she is um, also just hanging around <laughs> the Guardians as well, and we'll get into that more. Which uh, and then uh, you didn't bring up like who, who is probably my favorite character in this whole movie altogether, Yandu. Yes, yeah, is by far my favorite character in this whole movie. Couldn't agree like, more. This is, I feel like this is his movie. Yes, couldn't agree <laughs> more. Yeah, and if for anybody who hasn't seen it yet and are thinking. What? Space Merle? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Like, he is all, he is like just the same as he is in Guardians 1. Yeah. But he has an arc in it that is unbelievable. And they even give him like points to shine in this where you're like, holy shit. Like, he's a bigger badass than I even ever thought he could be. Yeah. 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 So, if you were looking, if you love Guardians, uh, well, in this one, you'll have. M- uh, more action, more characters, uh, more humor, and so it's all of you want, all, and probably more. So yeah, uh, but with minor caveats <laughs> that I'm going to go into later. I will. I will add on though that even though there is more of everything, there are a few moments in there where I felt like more was too much. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, I do feel that like the first film was a little tighter. <laughs> but I think it also has a shorter running time as well. Yeah. But, um, so with that said, before we get into spoilers, 
Um, would you recommend somebody to check this out? Um, I would. Because yeah. If you're a fan of the, if you're a fan of all this Marvel stuff, or especially Guardians, even if you don't like mm-hmm. the Marvel stuff, we like Guardians. I think this movie will not let you down. Yeah, I mean, you'll have a fun time at it. I do, I, I do prefer the first Guardians over this. I'll oh say my. that. Oh my! But I think there's enough stuff in there where you'll have fun with it, and I feel like this has a stronger story than the first Guardians. Yes, I agree with you. Actually, I, I like the first one more because it is yeah. tighter. Yeah. But there are character-driven stuff in this that I yeah. like more than in one. I feel like this is a better movie, but it gets muddled by I feel like studios being like it needs to be bigger, it needs to be better. Yeah, I don't know because it was a lot of James Gunn in this. But mm. let's let's jump into spoilers. Okay. So. Um, so turn it off. You haven't seen it. God yeah. damn it. So go see it. It's great. You'll you'll like yeah. it. Um So the thing that was bothering me is I say like this one wasn't as tight. Yeah. Like I like the Like I like the opening of it where they're like guarding these batteries from this like trans-dimensional monster for these like perfect golden people which are like the sovereign or whatever. Yeah, the so- yeah, the sovereign. Who appear a lot more in the movie than I thought. And I guess it was like a TV spot, which I didn't see, that said like these were like the big baddies of the film. Like the Sovereign. They kind of put them over as like the main villains in like their last trailer they put out. Because they're like the ones that talk where they're like, oh shit. And it's, they are in a, like, I never thought they were. I always kind of figured they were going to get like sent on a mission by these maybe in the beginning yeah and then like they show up at the end but they show up like at almost every time a new act drops like yeah. the sovereign shows up and like they're like, kind of like the nova core of this movie kind of but like but more asshole and less <laughs> yeah like they were what were dragging the movie down for me a little bit dude i fucking loved the sovereign in this actually because they're so there's such pieces of shit like they they, <laughs> they have... are like the wasps, like yeah. white ang- white Anglo-Saxon <laughs> Protestants of space. Yeah, like they are. Uh, they strike me as like these fucking like they they are in the right for being pissed because they do yes. get fucked over. Yes. by Rocket by him stealing all their shit, but they're so pompous about it where you're like. Dude, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad he stole from you. Yeah, yeah. And, like, everything about them is just so pompous and so, like, they they refuse to get their hands dirty by any means necessary. Like, even to the point where, like, they make drones, but they, like, make sure that their, like, faces are front and center in the drone. <laughs> yeah, like, they yeah. actually are flying them. Like, yeah. everything about them is so pompous and I fucking love it. And mm. they're always, like, like, so douchey and, like, comforting each other over the smallest things. Like... My robot blew up, and they're like, oh, no. <laughs> like, ah, oh, it's so good. Like, they're so shitty. Like, they're perfect villains, even though they're in the right. You still fucking hate them. <laughs> um, also, from, like, the very beginning, you get, like, uh, a dance number from Baby Groot. Yeah, I liked the opening credit sequence a lot. Because it's like, you focus on the such a trivial thing while this Big fucking action scene is happening right behind him. So I almost wanted just to see the action scene. Like, for whatever reason, I, I'm over Baby Groot. Like, I don't care about him at all. But that was that was the baby that was all the baby Groot that I wanted. Like I thought yeah. it was a it was a fun 
like opening credit scene where you're just watching this dumb little plant dance. Yeah. While there's huge action scenes happening in the background, <laughs> you're just yeah. like, oh, fu- like what the fuck is happening? And you're just the camera's just focused on him the whole time. I yeah. thought it was. I thought that was hilarious, actually. Yeah. I thought it was like I said it before, and I think I've said it to everybody like that I've talked to the movie about too. Like, it was. A masterful piece of marketing for toys. But after that, I could have gone with way less Baby Groot. (laughs) Yeah, like, near the end, where they're doing the whole, like, you saw in the trailer, like, do this one, this one, and then hit this button. And then he's like, I am Groot, I am Groot, I am Groot. No, don't hit that! Like, that joke went on way too fucking long. And it was driving Just that one, Troy? Not just that one, but (laughs) at the, like, that one, for like, when they asked for tape and all that shit, I'm like... Nobody cares about yeah. fucking this. Just let it go. Let it go. There but, is a lot of bits in this that feel like, like legit, are beaten to death. Like, yeah, beaten to death. Yeah, yeah. Like there's some scenes where they just, like it's just them talking, but they just keep going. We're like, what is this resolving? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it never got to the point for me anyway, where. Like, when they were just beating a joke to death, it never came back around to being funny again for me. No. Like, it, I was just, like, sick of it by the end. But that being said, like, I liked a lot of the humor in this, even though I think sometimes it's, out, like, but it was, misplaced. Yeah, I think every joke in this was good, but it was done 30 seconds too long. Yeah, and not every joke, but, like, yeah. um, that brings me up to, like, Drax. Like, remember when we were talking about when first things started coming out of this movie and we thought like Drax totally was going to change character. Yeah. He kind of did. He did. He was way too goofy in this. But at the same time, like everything that he said, I laughed at. So I was like really torn. Like he's not the same character at all because he's not taking things as literally as he was in the first one, which I thought was funny because that's where the humor was. Yeah. And sometimes it was in this, but a lot of times it was him cracking jokes. They threw in a few moments where he was literal where I was like, that's the Drax I like. Yes. But then when they got to that point where like he was like, when it's like, it gets to a point where it's like, we don't know. We don't know what to do with Drax. We don't know what to do with, um, what's her name? Gamora? With, no, with the antenna. Oh, Mantis? Yeah. Like, it got to a point in the movie where it's like, we don't know what to do with Drax, we don't know, we don't know what to do with uh, Mantis, so let's just put them over here and just, like, show, throw in scenes where they're talking to each other. See, I thought those are strong, though. Those were, like, I, the character development scenes for, like, Drax, where he doesn't have to do anything. But... Like, when she... Like, it didn't really strike me as character development, it was just, like... Treat her like shit so people laugh. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not that necessarily. Yeah, I get what you're saying now. There's like a scene like um, probably in the th- third act, maybe the second act or whatever, where they're sitting outside looking out on the planet or whatever. And yeah. Mantis goes and touches hands when he's talking about his like wife and daughter. And yeah. he's sitting there just like straight faced yeah. because he was telling her that like they're dead or whatever. Yeah. And she touches him and then she just starts crying to show like his emotion inside, yeah. which is not showing on the outside. Yeah, that's I was like, good. Oh my God, that is so good. Yeah. But there's so much of that just leading up to that where he's just treating her like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're like, is this going anywhere? And like, there's some <laughs> points where uh, there's one, I still laughed at it, but when he said like, I have legendarily large turds, 
But I like that because that's him being literal. No, it's not. It's just him sharing too much information. No, because he was like, because he didn't get what the joke was. And they're like, no, I'm going to use your turds. And he was like, oh, because they're extremely large. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Granted, uh, it was a little goofy, but it's it's still him being literal. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but that was still like a joke that went on too long, too, where they were like, they were building up to that turd thing forever. <laughs> where I was like, is this going anywhere? Got to large turds. It got to large turds. Um, now, we're doing a lot of shit talking about the movie right now. Yeah. But I want to get that out of the way because there are a lot of great things that happen in this movie. Yeah. And I don't want to end on a sour note. Another thing, uh, before we end the shit talking. Yeah. Because I do have yeah, more. Yeah, I got more. I got more. <laughs> I have more shit talking to say. Um, Star-Lord kind of came off as kind of a pushover in this. Yeah, a, a little bit. I feel like there's a lot of stuff in here that he doesn't do unless somebody else tells him to do it. Mm. Like, unless it's Gamora or... Uh, Ego or Yondu at the end, he's just kind of waiting for someone to tell him what to do. Kind of, yeah. But I, I there's not a lot of stuff in here that stuck out where I was like, that's a really good Star Lord scene. I think, like, once Ego does show up and it proves to him that he is, like, Star Lord's dad, he's kind of, like, taken aback a little bit. And is like, I want to kind of see where this is going. So that didn't bother me as much as like, well, now I get to see like, like I have, I have this dad now. So like, I can kind of like be with him or whatever. So I, I didn't, that didn't really bother me. But then when when he was with Ego, I felt like Kurt Russell (laughs) shined a lot more than he did. Like it was all, it was the Kurt Russell show whenever he was on. Cause I liked Ego in this a lot and like the ideas Mm -hmm. behind him. Mm -hmm. So anytime it was just. It was him and Chris Pratt. I was like, almost kind of, Chris Pratt kind of felt like he fell to the, like, almost in the background while, like, fucking Kurt Russell's being badass Kurt Russell. Yeah. So, like, there wasn't a lot of time for him to shine. It wasn't, like, because, like, once he gets introduced to Kurt Russell, like, they're pretty much in every scene together. There's not really a time where Chris Pratt's not with Kurt Russell. Yeah. Which I, like, I... I don't mind that because I would want I wanted to know more about like Kurt Russell and Ego. Yeah, like I like that what he was saying was filling out more of like Star Lord's backstory. So I didn't mind that he. Yeah, like, I like that too. But I pause. feel like if you're gonna make if you're gonna make Chris Pratt the leader of the Guardians of the Galaxy, you need to give him a chance to shine. And I don't think he shined that much at all. Mm-hmm. I disagree. I I think he, I I thought it was pretty good. I thought he did a good job. I because I barely remember what he did in the movie to be honest <laughs> well he doesn't he doesn't do much besides like just getting like info dumped on him through like a lot of the second act into the third act and when they finally have to like fight yeah but even the fight doesn't even last that long no and i don't think it was like as impactful as no. the, the ends fight in guardians one i i feel like if you're gonna make him if you're gonna be the leader of the guardians of the galaxy which the movie is named after Mm -hmm. you should have some kind of presence and i didn't really feel that too much from him i felt a lot of presence from other characters but not him Mm -hmm. um yeah he he never had that like huge moment like at the end of guardians one I saw it not that long ago. Yeah, with where, like the, when he has the stone. And he's like, you said to yourself, bitch, where the Guardian's like, and he looks like a total badass, yeah. and he's sitting there with his whole team, and he fucking blasts um, yeah, like, Ronan away. That was awesome. Yeah, super awesome. 
And I don't think he got that in this. No. There was, like, a surprising turn in this, though, where you do find out that, like, Ego is a celestial in this. So, like, fans of, like, Marvel Comics space lore or whatever, that's a big fucking deal. Because, like, celestials are, like, all-powerful, like, Galactus-like beings. Even more powerful than Galactus. So I was like, holy shit. And then once, like, Star-Lord could, like, control that power, I was like, holy shit, he's gonna be, like, overpowered as fuck in this. So I was almost worried when he, like, was able to, like, shoot energy out of his hands for a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, like, like, that's rectified in the movie. Yeah. When they, like, but I thought it was kind of like a weird, like, you defeat, like, the head and then all the goons also fall. You know, like, in Avengers 1 and 2. But, um... I was hoping that, like, once Ego fell and he's like, oh, once my light's extinguished, like, there's no power to be left. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense, though, right? Wouldn't there be, like, residual energy left in Star-Lord? Maybe. I don't... I'm not going to question it. Yeah, I, (laughs) I just took it... Like, what I'm taking away from that is that, like, he thinks it's gone... But then, like, come, like, Infinity War or whatever, like, and everybody's down, he'll, like, Maybe, explode yeah. in some sweet. sort of That'd be sweet. eruption. Or I whatever. thought it was, it was it was a cool, it was a cool thing to throw in there, especially with, like, the end of the first one when, like, he had the stone and he was able to hold on for so long. Yeah. Like, to be able to find out that he actually does have this, like, power inside of him that he didn't really know. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of explains why he was able to hold out for so long, just being a regular human being. Mm-hmm. In the first one. Yeah. Um, before, I want to get to Ego a little bit later. So what do you think about um, some of the other people, like the returning cast, like uh, Rocket? Rocket is my favorite out of the original Guardians. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he has, like, an actual arc that goes throughout, especially when he catches up with Yondu. Yeah. And they have, like, their whole thing together. And then, like, kind of seeing how, how Yondu ends up, and then, like doing like a self-examination of himself. Mm-hmm. Like I, I thought rocket was really cool in this. Yeah, me too. And you got to see like more of his tech savvy prowess and this just like taking out all of the ravagers. Yeah. At that one point, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Like just to see this little small raccoon take out like dozens of guys. No. Yeah. But yeah, rockets probably out of the guardians. He, I felt like he's the only one that really got like a full out arc where you can see, where he was in the beginning and saw how he ended up in the end and, like, be like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Yep. Like, I'm good on you, Rocket. Good on you, <laughs> Rocket. Uh, Gamora and Nebula kind of went off on their own thing for a little bit. Yeah. Because Gamora didn't have much to do in Gamora this. Gamora didn't have shit to do. And so they... Except, like, just get her piss-pounded by her sister every <laughs> once in a while. Because, so, like, that's what they're doing this whole movie is just continuing to fight with each other. Yeah. And, like... As much as, like, she didn't have much to do, like, I felt like Nebula was, I don't know, like, I'm not a huge fan of her, I guess. Like, she's interesting because she keeps tying back to Thanos to remember that's still a looming threat. Yeah. But, like, I thought, I don't know, a lot of, I've heard other people say, too, like, just, like, they don't like her delivery of stuff. She just always is one note and pissed all the time. Yeah. I like the story of Nebula, but it feels like she's got these really fucking weird mood swings where she'll, she'll go from, like, being like, you're my sister, I love you, to trying to run a fucking spaceship into her and kill her <laughs> yeah. in a brutal, fiery death where you're like, yeah. what do you want to do? Yeah. 
But I like the story behind her, like the whole like thing where like he made them fight each other and then Gamora kept winning, so that's why Nebula has so many like weird robotic parts on her because mm-hmm. like uh Thanos trying to make her better. Yeah. Like I like that story. Yeah, and then, me like, too. It would totally that would totally show like the resonating like hatred he ha- she has for her sister, where it's like because you beat me, then I'm this fucked up. Yeah. So it's like I'm not putting my dad's face on this. I'm putting your face on it because you're the reason why I'm like this. Right. Yeah. That was interesting. I just like, it just was like, after that was said, it's just beaten over the head a little bit. And it's like, oh my God. Yeah. But yeah, they they don't have much to do in this either. I, probably, no. I don't know. Just about as much as Drax does. <laughs> yeah, no. It, it, it's pretty much, they just kind of like shuffle Gamora and Drax off into a corner. Yeah. I'm kind of waiting for, like, a scene in, like, one of these where it really, you can see how powerful Gamora is. Yeah. Because I, I like that um, Drax is, like, a brute in this, and you can already tell, like, he's super powerful, and he'll, he's, like, a wild card or whatever. Yeah. But, like, Gamora is supposed to be, like, one of the deadliest women in the universe. Yeah. So, like... Give her a hallway scene in Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, exactly! <laughs> Give her something where she's just mowing guys down. Like, with no remorse. Like, I, I'm waiting to see that. Um, Give her a hallway scene. Give her a hallway scene. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, legit needs a hallway scene. <laughs> she needs a hallway scene. Give her a hallway scene. <laughs> Gave it to the Defenders. Give her one now. <laughs> Uh, she can be the she can be about? the hallway scene in Infinity War. <laughs> what else? Uh, have we talked about everyone? I think Ego uh, and Yondu. I want to talk about. Yeah, all of all of the like the other all of like the actual Guardians we talked about, which in my opinion were kind of the more lackluster part of this. Right. I think the more secondary characters, like outside of the Guardians, were the most interesting. Hmm. Um. So let's talk about Ego. Okay. Um. I thought that uh, it was a very interesting choice, and I like the choice of changing, yeah. like, Ego the Living Planet, which is a silly idea, like yeah. a sentient planet with a face on it. That's a, a, all it was in the books. To, like, this higher being that, like... Built a brain bu- around itself. Built a, bl- or built a planet, planet around, around itself. itself. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a great idea. And to appease fans like myself, they still showed a big face on the planet <laughs> at one point. So I'm like, yes, okay. The face! You, everybody wins. Everybody wins. So I thought that was a good idea. I thought it was smart. Um, he's really charming. There's only a few times, though, where I feel like there's like a leap in logic with Ego. Because I went to go look it up because I thought when I saw the movie that he said that he was the only Celestial in it. Okay. And I was talking to my brother and a few other people and they're like, no, I don't think so. And I looked it up and he says, quote, "Um, as far as I know, I'm the only one of my kind. I'm a god, but little G. And so... He's like, I what I like what to call a celestial, but you've seen already two types of celestials in the first one, the head of n- in nowhere, where that big celestial head and people are mining in it in Guardians One. Okay, that's a celestial head, and when the collector is showing what the Infinity Stones can do, and that big giant guy slams down a staff and destroys a whole planet, that's also a celestial. Okay, well, as far as he knows, though, I suppose, and like, but wouldn't he know? 
I guess, if there's other powerful beings out there, if he's been alive for millions and millions of years. But this is like, this is why I like Ego, because I think Ego is that kind of person where, like, he'll, like, almost lie to himself to get what he wants. Sure. Well, it's in his namesake. Yeah. Like, that's why I like, that's why I like that he's Ego, because he's, like, he, he has all, he does all this shit where, like, he talks himself out of things that he feels just to do what he wants. Mm. Like, especially like when, like he talked about like falling in love with Peter's, like Peter's, uh, mom. Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, but like, you know, I'm doing all this shit. So, you know, this song told me I should totally just fucking kill everybody. So I'll just do that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, like, I liked it because he's like, for being such a, like all powerful being, he has such human qualities when it comes to, personality where he'll lie to himself to like just do what he wants yeah and that okay what i also found was weird too which just this is just a nitpick for me but like when they come in and say like i'm exactly like you peter or whatever and he's like and then drax says something along the lines of so you have a penis (laughs) and he's like yes i have a penis but i'm like why would you make yourself a humanoid form like before you know what humans even look like millions of years ago. That's weird to me. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, see, well, it's, a, he, it's like just he put, like a... he put himself together. I don't know. Like, they, there was, like, a description in there where, like, he put himself together in a certain way. Where, I, but... Yeah, it tells, like, how he made himself. But at the same time, like, why'd you make yourself look like a human if you don't know what humans look like? Yeah. And you're exactly the same? Like, it's just... It's just weird leap in logic that it just is a nitpick, but I got over it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But otherwise, like, yeah, the whole ego planet was very cool to look at. There's mm-hmm. even, like, a shot that um, when Gamora's kind of off by herself, and she's, like, off in just the corner of the screen, and she's, like, this vibrant green color, and then behind her is, like, these hues of orange and blue, like, on his planet. I'm like, that looks awesome. Yeah. And you brought up, like, a while ago that um, color theory for Marvel movies or whatever, how everything looks gray, or whatever. This is, for no. sure, like, saw that. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, fuck you, Technicolor, fucking Wizard of Oz, all this shit. Make it vibrant. I'm pretty sure like, this scene in this where, like, Groot's, like, eating fruity pebbles. Just, so just like, hey, look. <laughs> look at all that color in that bowl. <laughs> um, and then Ego... Uh, he is a, such a fucking charmer in this too. Cause he's like, yeah. so like down to earth when he yeah. meets everybody. And it's like, even like says like to, uh, Peter Quill, like, I'm not your father. He's like, I'm your dad. Just that one charming little quirk. Yeah. That's like, wow, what a Kurt Russell, <laughs> like what a guy. Yeah. And then you find out that he's extremely <laughs> shitty. Yeah. Like in like, a second, he's killed thousands of babies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> Peter Quill wasn't his only child, and every yeah. time he has one from any other race of people, like, yeah. you find him, bring him back to, uh, like, his planet to power it with, like, the piece of energy that's in them now. Yep. Finds out they can't, kills him. Yeah, and just kills him to power his battery or whatever. Yeah. And he's d- and you, when you get down to the center of uh, the Ego, the living planet, it's 
a mountain of skeletons. Yes. And it's like, holy That's shit. a lot of babies. And at first you see it and you're like, what is with all these yeah. skeletons? It looks ominous, but what's with the skeletons? And you find out and it's his like, kids. It's his children. And you're like, holy shit. And then he turns around and says, then I put a tumor in your mom's head. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck are yeah. you doing? But that's why I love it. Because it's like, because he's like, well, the only, like, I started falling in love with her. So can't let that happen. The only way I can really see this solution to this problem is killing her. <laughs> like, he's so fucked up in his logic. But that's why I like him. Because he's such a flawed, for being this all-powerful being, he's so flawed. Yeah. Well, and it's like, it's like flawed mixed with like he's been alive for so long. That, like, he's, a he's human lost, life is just yeah. a speck of time. He's lost, he's lost touch with everything. Yeah. And so that's also super interesting. Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, I met, I met a living being, and I was like, meh. Yeah. And, like, so far, he's like, the most... So meh means kill a whole shit ton of them? <laughs> and so far, he's, like, the most powerful guy we've seen in any of these Marvel movies, mm-hmm. to the fact that he's, like, he wants to go from just being, like, this sentient being that's a planet... To being a sentient like galaxy, yeah, he and wants spreading to take his... over. Yeah, he wants to take over a whole fucking galaxy. Yeah, and just be and just keep expanding and expanding. Yeah, with like these little space egg flower yeah. things or whatever. These weird like space egg plants that he's got planted yeah. all over. Yeah. Um, but so as he's doing his heel turn, about at the same time, Yondu is doing God. a total face Yondu. turn on this, and. I'm not gonna lie, I cried in this movie, and it was because of fucking Yondu. Like I loved Yondu. It was whole thing in this. It was a freaking amazing. Every time he showed up, I was like, Alright, now I'm on board. I wanna see more what the fuck he's gonna do. He had uh more humor in this. Like he had that badass scene where he just like, Alright, now I got all my shit back. I'm going to kill everybody. That fucking scene where just walking down that catwalk and it's raining bodies. We're like, holy fuck. You're like the most badass person in this universe now where you're like walking through a pile of falling bodies. Yeah. Not even just stationary. Like, hold on, like no, they're falling around you. And you're like, yeah. oh, I'm just walking, you know? Yeah. Oh my God. Amazing. <laughs> and then you find out like he, like, has a really soft spot for Star-Lord. Yeah. And, like, all that shit that, like, was kind of, like, retcon from the first one a little bit where it sounded like he could have ate him at any second. And then you find out that he was actually, like, a father figure towards him. Yeah. And he, like, raised him to be, like, this mm-hmm. great person. Like, oh, my God. Like, they... The one thing that I will... That I, I won't give it credit for is that they... I felt like... Even though, like... The story with him and Peter was really was really sweet. Mm-hmm. It kind of got crowbarred because I feel like the relationship between him and Rocket was what they really focused on in this. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I loved that. Yeah, where it's like where like him and Rocket kind of get stuck together for for the most part of this movie. Yeah, and like Rocket kind of starts out kind of feeling like, well, I've been a fucking piece of shit my whole life. There's no redeeming me. Yeah, like what am I gonna? But then, like, being with Yondu and seeing, like, how he's been, how he went from being, like, from, like, the first scene you see him as, like, no one wants anything to do with him. They think he's the worst fucking person in the world. To getting to this point where people are, like, having this 
big fucking funeral for him <laughs> because they think yeah. so highly of him. Like Rocket sees that and he's like, I could actually be a good person one day. Yeah. And like you see that in him and you're like, fuck. Yeah. Like that's a really cool arc for Rocket. Yeah. To the point, like Rocket and him connect so much that the last shot of this movie is Rocket crying. Yeah. At his funeral. And that's like the end of the movie. And you're like, yeah. Whoa, this is like an Empire Strikes Back type <laughs> no, of movie. <laughs> like, because you got to really fucking like Yondu so much. Yeah. And then he like dies. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, he's not coming back. Like, he's, <laughs> he's really dead. Really dead. Because you're just waiting for him, like the Guardians to swoop in there, like yeah. they did in the first one. Yeah. Where like Gamora and Peter Quill are outside in space and they're both freezing. Yeah. And they grab them both and you're nope. waiting for him to do it again. Yeah. And they don't. He just freezes. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking heart-wrenching. Yeah, but he's so fucking... Like, he is, like, the absolute heart... He's, like, the everything of this movie. Yeah. Everything he does in this... Yeah. ...is fan-fucking-tastic. I want to see this movie again just for seeing Yondu stuff. Yeah. I don't know when I'm going to be able to, but I want to <laughs> see it again. Like, I want it to come out on DVD Even right gave him, like, now. a cooler fin that looked like a fucking big metal mohawk, yeah, too. Where yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and he had an amazing scene where he's flying down on his arrow. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like Mary Poppins. <laughs> Who's me? Is he cool, man? Yeah. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all! <laughs> like, I laughed out loud at that part. It was amazing. Ah, oh. But yeah, Yondu is like the heart and soul of this fucking movie. And mm-hmm. he is... Ah, oh, it, it's so good. Everything he does in this. I was... I was on board nonstop. Um... Alright, I'm going through all my notes. And I've we pretty much hit all of them already, except for a few of them. Just a little, just a little stuff. Um, so, in the beginning of the movie, they young up Kurt Russell. Yeah, looks amazing. How the fuck does Marvel do it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't like, know. Like I've seen so many movies where they try to young up somebody where it looks like shit, and they've done it like two for two with like Robert Downey in Civil War, and now Kurt Russell in this. Where you're like, what are you doing? And an Ant Man, Kurt. Michael Douglas, they age down too. Christ, are you cloning people and killing them? <laughs> are you pulling a prestige? And Peggy Carter in uh, Civil War or Winter oh, Soldier, yeah, you said they that aged a, yeah. aged her up with CG. They're cloning these fucking people. Dude. It is like if they don't do, oh my! If they Marvel don't do is this, like cloning and killing <laughs> so many people right now. It is insane. Anyway, when they go back and you see mm-hmm. like Ego with um, Quill's mom. Um, that uh, you see them, like, get together or whatever, and they, like, plants, like, this weird celestial egg plant. Yeah. Like, behind a Dairy Queen. And it was, yeah. like, in 1982 or whatever it was. Yeah. How was that never found for 30 years? Um, <laughs> like, behind well, it's a Dairy... forest. Yeah, but, like, you would think with, like, urban expansion and all that shit, like, since 1982, they would... Or, like, a deer would have eaten it or something. I don't know. Like, I don't know. That's just a little thing. Like, how was that never tripped over in 30 years? God damn. Mr. Nitpick over here. <laughs> These are just little things. But, like, so, and then, uh, well, at the end of that movie where he's trying to do his universe expansion stuff and all that, like, those eggs, yeah. like, expanded this I was blob. expecting, like, some kind of, like, weird, like, uh, cameo or like someone show like, someone shows up on Earth and they're like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently there was, like, um, more stuff 
that was cut out in a deleted scene where like Peter Quill's grandpa, who you see in the first one, who like goes to Peter right in the very beginning and says like, go in there, Peter, your mom needs you or whatever. Yeah. He was going to have a cameo in this that had a bunch of Easter eggs in it around that time where all that shit's expanding right. and it was cut for time. Oh, okay. So I want to see what that was or whatever. I was expecting like some kind of like once they had like the big like thing where like it burst out and it just like started swallowing a bunch of stuff. I was expecting to see like, I don't know, like Iron Man or like somebody like show up and just be like, just even have like fucking, um, uh, uh, fucking falcon like show and be like i don't know how to fucking fight this <laughs> this is like a oh big God. piece of purple jello what i'm like throwing fucking rockets at it. i don't know what the fuck it is yeah i don't know like i are is that just there forever now or does it disappear it's like huge it's swallowed like t- like it's not only a town on, almost not only on earth but like it swallowed up the nova core so they're fucked again <laughs> <laughs> and that's the Novacore death toll. <laughs> and it happened on a bunch of other planets too. So who knows if that's permanent. Also a question I had in it. Um, it showed up in uh, like a quick scene where like <laughs> Yondu and rocket and all those people are like warping through space and yeah. their faces are all <clears throat> fucked up, which I thought was actually really funny. Oh yeah. 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 But they like zip past like Stan Lee in his cameo with um, some watchers. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, because I thought the Watchers were owned by 20th Century Fox. Yeah. And so, like, does that mean they also got more stuff from Fox during some weird deal that we don't know about? Because those are, like, Fantastic Four aliens. Uh So I was like, that means, like, the Fantastic Four could be sometime soon, or Galactus, which would be amazing. Uh Uh-oh. But uh, Kevin Feige already answered that question. And he said that 20th Century Fox and like uh, and Marvel proper own jointly alien races, but like in the Fantastic Four, there's a Watcher that's singly named like Uatu, who was like the Watcher, you know, yeah. and that's Fantastic Four 20th Century Fox specifically. But they can use the alien race, so I was like, well, I guess that's debunked. Because I was excited, really excited for future things coming. That was a conversation I had with Chelsea on the way back where she was like, all right, I get it. It was actually a conversation. (laughs) She's like, hmm, interesting, which I could tell, like, what's on TV tonight? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then what else? Um, I think that's about it. That's about all I got. How about the five... Uh, post-credit post-credit scenes because i saw the explanation for two of them like the ones that i was actually curious about which ones were they the the one where stallone was like let's steal stuff oh whatever the atom was oh yeah we didn't ever bring up stallone's in this movie yeah okay so sylvester stallone's in this movie in the original guardians of the galaxy comic book it takes place in the far future and so like the main people of the Guardians there, you all saw in that post-credit sequence. Yeah, post-coitus. Post-coitus sequence. sequence. Uh, like, uh, uh, Stallone plays a guy called Star Hawk. And, like, yeah. you saw, like, his weird, like, fin things on his jacket. Yeah. Those, like, were things that were on his, like, mask. Yeah. And then, like, Yondu was in the original ones, but they changed mm-hmm. him to be in this one. And then, like, that crystal guy, um, 
Yeah, because they have a scene in the movie where, like, he kind of confronts them, and they're like, no, you fucked up. You d- you're not part of the group anymore. Yeah. So, all like, all those guys you saw in the post credit sequence with Stallone are, like, the original... Just a cameo for the original yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever. Which this is where you get Miley Cyrus's cameo. Yeah. Who does like she's a, like the fucking voice. robot yeah. chick. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, also, Mr. Sunday Movies brought this up. It's like pretty sneaky for Marvel to put uh, robot prostitutes in a Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, um, so I don't know what if this... I doubt they're planning like a Stallone. I don't think they're gonna do a standalone thing. They'll probably do like a cameo, like if they when they do Guardians three, or yeah. they're maybe like in the background for Infinity War or something. Maybe, but yeah, I I wouldn't be looking too hard for them. Yeah. Next, like I don't know. Yeah. I kind of forgot Stallone was in this movie, even though I said to Chelsea, Stallone's in this movie when we were going to the theater. And she's like, why? <laughs> and then I forgot he was in it because he's only in it for like, he's about as much in it as Glenn Close is in the first Guardians movie. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then the other one you were asking about, his name was Adam, is like a character, Adam Warlock, that everyone goes on yep. about. Yeah. Um, who I think I brought up like when, when the first trailer dropped and we saw those gold people. I think I made reference to, like, I wonder if they're associated with Adam Warlock, because he's also a golden-colored person. I think that was one of those discussions you had with uh, Ghost Hunter Dave where I was tuning out. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, there's that. So, I apparently he's not going to play into Infinity War, but he'll be in Guardians 3. All right. So, we'll look see. Like, I don't know too much about Adam Warlock besides he's powerful, and he can hold all the Infinity Stones in one hand. Well, there you go. So there you go. There you have it. Like, I don't know much else. And then you got to see Teen Groot, which was a yeah, weird... Teen Groot. <laughs> like, I'm glad to see him grown again, because I want to see him, like, be all grooted out and, like, whoop some ass. I was like, expecting that, like, in this, where, like, something happens where, like, he, like, goes into some weird, like, cocoon branch cocoon and then, like, <laughs> breaks out and just starts kicking everyone's ass. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. As much as I think... Baby Groot is cool and adorable. Please I'm let him an, grow I've up. Had, I've had enough I've had of him. A, I had enough of Baby Groot after the fucking... <laughs> like, the opening credits was cute. And then after that, I was like, you guys are just stuffing him yeah. down my throat. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, like, spoilers, I have a baby. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and so, like, there's a few points in this. This, this movie dealt a lot with, like, fatherhood. And stuff. Yeah, there's so many characters in this that have daddy issues. And like, they're so like when Yondu dies, when he like is the like uh, surrogate father for Peter Quill, and like egos in it, and like all that kind of stuff. And then like Baby Groot like snuggles up on somebody's shoulder. I'm like, oh my god, this is like the first night we left Macy with my mom and dad. So I was like, let's not go to dinner. Let's just go get the baby. And go home. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, he was. I know, I know. But, uh, but yeah, like, it was all good. What, how many other, there was Teen Groot, those other two I already said. Oh, Stan Lee is in the Watchers again. Stan Lee just being like, where are you guys going? Yeah, I've got so many more stories to tell you. And I guess <laughs> the one he told was, like, one from the Fantastic Four movie that he was in, when he was a letter carrier. <laughs> so, like, apparently all the Stan Lee cameos are canon, 
Like oh, in all shit. the movies, even the 20th Century Fox ones. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, shit, right? What was the other one? Um, There was one where, like, the weird rat face dude was playing with Yondu's uh, Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Uh, that's James Gunn's brother. Yeah. I actually thought he was... I liked good. him a lot in this, too. I hope he, like, isn't, like, a replacement for Yondu in the next ones, but, like, a suitable... Yeah. He was, like, a, he was a nice... Like, he was, like, a fun secondary character where he just kind of came out of nowhere and kind of saved the day. Yeah. And it was just kind of, like, a nice, fun character to be in the background where it's, like, cut your back on this, guys. Don't worry. Yeah. Hopefully he's, like, the pilot of the ship for, like, something. Like, yeah. he's just in the next ones or whatever. Yeah. That'd be great. That would be great. Did you see that uh, Jeff Goldblum was in the credits? I did see that. Awesome, right? Like, he's just like dancing in the credits. You're like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> God, dude, I am so fucking pumped for Thor Ragnarok. It is more than anything insane. in the world, Ron. I might not be, a, <laughs> I might not be alive for our review because I would have come everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it looks amazing. God damn it. Holy shit. Never would have expected it. Not ever. I know. But when, I heard, when I heard of Thor Ragnarok, I was like, yeah, sure. And then they, the more they announced about it, I'm just like, put it inside of me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want exactly. Thor Ragnarok to be the mother of my children. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Uh, okay, so that's all I got for Guardians of the Galaxy. It's really great. It's got really strong character moments in this. Yeah. There's a few flaws, and I do feel like it's not as tight as the first one. Yeah. So, um, I would give this probably a B plus. Okay. What would you do? I would probably give it maybe a B. Like, it did not strike me as good as the first Guardians. Right. And, uh, but there was enough character stuff in here, especially with the outside characters outside of the Guardians, where I was on board for the most part. And, uh, yeah, I I just wish they would have, I feel like this would have been a a way tighter movie if they would have just backed off on a lot of the bits. Yeah. Because the bits got beaten to death quite a bit. Yeah. In this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would be, like, if they cut out... I know you were a fan of the Sovereign, but I felt like if they cut out some of that stuff a little bit, yeah. and they went on with, like, taser face stuff for, like, yeah. a long time. But I feel like that's not the stuff that was dragging it down. It was just the, we need to make sure people like... Like, I feel like there's a lot of scenes in this where I was like, that was funny. And then they were like, no, this is funny. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, it, it, it's funny. Yeah. No, it's funny. Funny. Like, fuck okay. you, man. I don't Shut give a shit. Fuck. All right. Yeah, it's funny. Because, right. like, I can, like, like describe this in, like, the perfect terms where there was, like, a, a scene in there. Like, one of, the, one of the, like, key scenes that I'm, like, talking about where, like, joke happens. Everybody laughs. Keeps going on. Less people laugh. Goes on to the point where there's just one really dumb dude, like, right behind me going, ha ha! <laughs> really like, yep this is like that like sums up this movie perfectly yeah oh oh uh, one i want to throw it in there too there's also like a lot of points in this where they're like dragging on like something serious and then they'll cut it off with a joke and then not like let some of that just simmer yeah and i'm like you can do that sometime but not every time like it's kind of yeah. annoying at one point like even um i'll even <laughs> go as far as saying like some of Yandu's funeral was kind of very overblown in a way. 
Like, where, like, Peter Quill's, like, speech, I was like, that was, man, that was really good. And then mm-hmm. they were like, here come all of the Ravagers, and now they're giving a bunch of fireworks. And you're like, a little much. And then they do the thing where, like, now his ashes are turning into, like, his signature spear. And you're like, I was kind of on board when you just had Peter just do his speech where he realized that Yondu was his dad the whole time. Yeah. And now it feels like you're beating me over the head where it's like, love Yondu! <laughs> love him now! Love Yondu! Like, See, I, I liked all that stuff. I liked that fanfare at the end. No, yeah, but I mean, it, it felt like it, it, it went from being something that felt organic to something where it's like, we need to make sure people fucking love Yondu as they're leaving the movie. I, that didn't bother me at all. all that right. was fine. Not this, I'm not saying you're wrong. Don't get all sour and butthurt over it. I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, other than Guardians 2, is there anything else that you've been into this week, JT? Uh, I saw the movie Fences. Oh, really? With uh, Denzel Washington. Uh-huh. Uh, it was... It was it was it was interesting. Like it's it's definitely based on a play. Yeah. Cuz like the whole movie takes place either in their backyard or in their house. Okay. But um I don't know, it's really interesting to watch cuz I'm really hard pressed to know like to like think of whether or not Denzel Washington in the movie was like a good father. Okay. Cuz like he brings up a lot of points where you're like yeah, I mean, yeah, you're a good dad. But then he does a lot of stuff that, like, holds people back. And even, like, kind of contradicts himself where you're like, fuck. <laughs> but then they do, like, a scene at the end where, like, they're kind of, like, discussing, like, whether or not he was a good dad. And it's, like, very up in the air where you're, like, it kind of makes you, like, ponder, like, like what makes a f- what makes a father a father. Okay. And it was really interesting. Okay. I n- always knew it was based on a play, and I knew that Denzel was even in it. Yeah. They, do they, I don't know, do they act it out like it's a stage play? Like, kind of big? Kind of, sort of. Well, no, not, I don't know. Like, Denzel and, um, uh, fuck, what's her name? Viola Davis. Mm-hmm. Like, they actually did star in the play on Broadway yeah. together. Right. So, like, uh... There are kind of scenes where it feels like it's kind of blown up as, like, a theater performance. But I thought, all in all, it was really good and really interesting. All right. I was interested to see it, but I I don't know when I'll get around to seeing it. Like, it's it's a really interesting character study just to see, like... Because he actually tells stories from his childhood. <clears throat> like, like, and then you kind of, like, take that in consideration where it's like, okay, well... He's definitely not as bad as his dad, because his dad sounds like a fucking dick. <laughs> but then you get into this point where you're like, I can't tell if he's doing the best job that he can. Like, is he doing this because he's a self-centered prick, or is he doing this because he thinks, like, this is what I have to do as a dad to make sure that my son lives the best life possible? Okay. So, it, I don't know, it's a really conflicting movie, and I kind of really dug it for that. Alright, right on. Anything else? Um... You think? Oh, uh, me and Molly started watching Veep because you and Chelsea pushed on us like fucking crack, (laughs) and uh, it is hilarious. I do enjoy it a lot. Yeah, I fucking my favorite character is Jonah. (laughs) (laughs) I love him so much because every time he enters a scene, 
he comes in as such a fucking braggart because he actually works at the actual White House. Yeah. And then everyone finds a way to shit on him in a completely different way than they did the show before. I know. Either making fun of his height or his shitty teeth or his dumb face. Yeah. <laughs> it's always different and always hilarious. Yeah. There is... Um, we're on season four already. Oh, okay. And so, like... In that season, uh, Patton Oswald has a role in it, <laughs> yeah. and like every time he interacts with Jonah, like I'm not gonna spoil for you because I want you'll know it as soon as you see it. <laughs> it is so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it is so good. Like Jonah's like the only name I remember because anytime he shows, yo, Jonah's in the house. Like, <laughs> oh, you dumb fucking. <laughs> Mile long piece of shit. And everyone's just, uh, just throwing these awful, like, you're tall, you're gross looking yeah. jokes at him. And it makes me laugh out loud every fucking time. It never ends either. It's so good. It's so good. Also, um, the chick that plays Amy. Yeah. Like the, she was Vita from My Girl. Really? Yeah. Oh, I totally see it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Dang, I didn't know that. Drop some knowledge on me. Yep. Um, but yeah, everybody in Veep is great. <laughs> everybody, is so like, good. everybody are like are dicks. Yeah. But like in the best funny way possible. Like, uh, um, I'll say like you brought up like how it's kind of like Parks and Rec, and I'm like, it's like Parks and Rec if everyone hated their lives. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because <laughs> everyone leaves a situation being like. Oh, Fuck this. <laughs> like, they literally say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like amazing. Like, every time there's a scene where it's like, um, uh, uh, Madam Vice President, there's someone showing up. The, tell that guy to go fuck himself. <laughs> oh, hi! <laughs> oh, fuck my life. Oh, there, hi, how are you? <laughs> like, there's, like, those scenes where, like, she's, like, supporting that governor, and then, like, anytime they're <laughs> behind the mic, they're like, I just fluffed him for you, you fucking prick. And I go try and suck their dick. And they... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, so I've also been watching Veep. Surprisingly enough, like Chelsea randomly put on that 70s show today. So we yeah. watched a shit ton of that 70s show. Yeah. What a great season. Like, season fun. one is so good. It's fun. Um, Other than that. Oh, I beat Uncharted, the first one. All right. There you go. How'd you dig it? Um, It was good. Like, at uh, one point, like, I didn't know it was going to get, like, kind of supernatural and, like, have, like, weird monsters come out. Like, I didn't expect that, oh, yeah. I guess. But the way it plays out, it makes sense, and it's actually kind of cool. It's yeah. like an Indiana Jones-type kind of yeah. feel to yeah, it. Yeah, 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 Um, So I liked it. I don't, I don't think it was as... I don't, I'm, I'm going to play two here soon, and I hear two is awesome and better than the first one. Yeah, two is definitely way better than the first one. The first one, you're kind of like stuck in the same environment, yeah. so it feels kind of repetitive. You Yeah, you go from like forest to cave to like scientific bunker to cave to bunker to forest, and then yeah. you, that's it. That's yeah. all you see. Yeah, it feels kind of repetitive, but in this, but in two, you go to different environments, like there's scenarios where you're like, oh, found this. Now we have to fly to this place to get this. All right, right on, right on. But it was a solid entry. Like it, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, very Tomb Raider esque. Yeah. Um, other than that, I haven't been doing 
much of anything besides watching videos on how to build a patio outside on YouTube <laughs> and tearing up my backyard for the last few days. Wonderful. It has been shitty. So you're regretting the decision already. <laughs> what I thought was going to take like, I thought like the whole project itself would take like two days. And it wouldn't have ever done that. Like, <laughs> granted, like, me and my younger brother are doing, like, prep work to prepare for it. Yeah. So hopefully when we get to actually doing... That will take a two That days. will take two days. Yeah. But all this... Holy shit, who knew concrete was so heavy? <laughs> it beats me, man. I had no idea that... <laughs> and liquid... Like, that liquid stone was heavy. <laughs> I had no idea that that was heavy. So I'm tear like, in my backyard, I have just a little bit of sidewalk, but it's all sunken in and, like, it all just collects rainwater and all that shit. So I need to get it level and away from my fucking house so I don't have a pond in my basement. Yeah. So I started ripping out concrete from my, like, like my little back whatever patio I have right now and the sidewalk that goes to nowhere that went up to my shed. <laughs> Like though, like from the grass grew over some of that concrete, so they looked a lot smaller than they actually were. Oh, Holy you poor shit. naive soul! And it was so deep. <laughs> it was it's so shitty. Oh my god! So next weekend, JT, if you're not doing anything, as you're uh, on your phone booking yourself for a show yeah. right now. Well, you did help me move, so maybe. Uh, but. Anyway, by that time, we should have it all. We have to, like, dig and level out and, like, press gravel down and make these concrete My blocks. God. That's My all I'm doing. God. I'm also making a do-it-yourself video to put on YouTube of my progress that I've been making. My God. Because of watching all of these, I'm like, I can make a better one than that. So <laughs> now it's got me, like interested just throw in like a random dance party at certain points where it's like, but uh so this yeah this is where we dance break like i don't know some of these people like they'll just take eight hours of footage and just like time lapse it to this unbearable to watch seven minute video Ugh. it's like just cut <laughs> <laughs> just cut and so show like how you did one and then be like this is the finished product don't show me how to do all 218 steps or whatever you did. My God. Anyway, that's what I've been doing the last few days. That sounds like what you've been doing. <laughs> in the morning. So Oof. my brother works the night shift. So he's been coming over at 8.30 or 9 in the morning. And we're just tearing, oh, go fuck yourself. tearing shit up. And then he'll go work a night shift and be pissed <laughs> that he did it because he's sore oh. as shit. I know. You probably... Blakeface, right? Yeah, it's Blakeface. Oh face. god, he'll, he'll, he's gonna smother you in your sleep. <laughs> he's do, doing it himself. Like he works at a, for a towing company as a maintenance guy. Yeah, and like he went and like just showed up the other day with a dump truck full of dirt. God. Like to my like at nine in the morning, and I'm like, oh shit, I need to put on pants or. <laughs> <laughs> so that that is a whole thing. Uh, Anyway, that's all I got. That's all I'm doing with oh, my life. What's that? Oh, shit. Joel, you almost got it. Oh, you got it. You got it. Almost done with the show. <laughs>
Uh, but anyway, that's the show, JT. It is. So if people want to talk Guardians with you, where could they do so? They can find me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for everyone on Instagram. And you know what? If you're feeling like it, Snapchat as well, <laughs> Troy. Uh, you can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. And if you're looking for us on anywhere else, you can find us at Review Review <laughs> Review Pod at everything. Just keep pressing R, and then we, <laughs> you might get to us. That's uh, Review Review Pod spelled just how it is in the title of the episode, and you can find us at. Facebook, uh, search iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher. We're everywhere. Everywhere. We're everywhere. If you want to like send us, yeah, that's right. If, if you, we're just like we're HPV. like ego. Yeah, we're like egos <laughs> eggplants. That's right. That's right. Um, We've planted ourselves in every podcast forum, just waiting to bloom into some weird purple jello. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, and if you have a long form, something to say, reviewreviewpod at gmail.com as well, if you would like to do so. Yeah. Whew. Did it. Next Did week, it. we're getting into a little we're doing a twofer. A little, little more scary. We're doing a, um, Final Frontier Month twofer. <laughs> it's going to be a great time. We're doing Alien. And then we're going to put an S on it. We're doing aliens. <laughs> That's right. Making it plural, baby. Bark, bark. Might have a guest for it, too, from what I heard. That's right. We have a very interested guest who wanted to be on the show. Yeah. If you listen to the shows, you probably already know who it is because he's the guy that <laughs> scolded, us us, scolded us for not having watched them in the first place. <laughs> so he's interested. On Oh, he. Oh, spoiler already. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Anyway, as we crack open our he may or may not have a beers, <laughs> yeah, he could be ego. You don't know. <laughs> it could be ego. Uh, so yeah, that's the show next week. Alien, aliens, starting our twofer, twofer episode for our final frontier month two. Fur, fur. So JT, did my? Uh, were you stunned at my uh, guardians analysis? That. It's kind of on par with what I thought. Great. Actually, oh, here's something. So the music. Yes. Because I know you had a stink about uh, King Kong. Mm. How'd the music strike you in this? The music works in this. Okay. Because they're, like in Suicide Squad, King Kong, all that shit, they're just throwing pop music in there to, like, make you... Like, think that you like the movie. Yeah. But in this, I feel like it it works symbiotically with the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, do, do you agree with that? <laughs> <There's> <laughs> or am I alone few, in thinking this? There's a few times where it felt kind of forced where it's like, turn on some tunes. But, oh, like, yeah. um, when they played the father and son song at the end, I was kind of like, that was, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when it is kind of forced, when it, it's like, hey, does Peter have any good music to, like, <laughs> yeah, like, but you know what, at least there's a reason for that song being there. Yeah, but you don't need to be like, let's make sure people know we're listening to it, too. <laughs> Crank up the jukebox. Yeah. Uh, no. But the whole, like, there's only really 13 songs they use throughout the whole movie. It's not yeah. 13 songs in a 15-minute segment. 
such as like Suicide Squad and King Kong yeah. did. So that's okay. Yeah. Also, I liked that they did a Zune joke. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is the latest thing on Earth. And they just get a, a Zune player. <laughs> it can hold up to 300 songs, Peter. 300? <laughs> <laughs> So that was good. Yeah, it was good. So yeah, that was a I little that. that was a little extra review yeah. for you. Also, uh uh Molly moved some more stuff into my place. So we were like we were like listen to the uh Guardians of the Galaxy uh playlist one and two mm-hmm. like the whole day and it was it was a good day. Sounds amazing. It was Sounds, a good day. Did you get all that stuff? A lot of good songs. Just get all that stuff moved in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. That's that's enough. <laughs> that's so enough. join us next week. Alien Aliens double feature two for Final Frontier. Yeah. That's what we got in store for you. Until next time, I've been Troy to the Max Extreme. I am JT3K. And we both are off. <laughs>